welcome back to She's Ready, Let's Chat. In today's episode, I am talking to the passionate and inspiring woman that is Baz Moffitt. Baz is one third of the founders of The Well HQ. Along with Dr. Bella Smith and Dr. Emma Ross, The Well HQ is really looking to close the information gap on women's health with everything from puberty to menopause to just simple biology. There are a lot of gaps there to fill for coaches and fitness professionals. Their work is built on cutting-edge science, expertise and experience, but most importantly, a huge amount of passion for supporting women through those times. As always, I will make sure the links to all of the girls' work at the Well HQ is in the podcast description. So grab a cuppa and get ready for Baz. She's ready. Hi Baz, thanks for joining us today. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you Lisa. Thank you very much for having me. No, really, really, really appreciate you being here. Um, So I've done my little intro bit just before this and uh, told everyone about the amazing work you're doing. But why don't you just set us off, tell us a bit about you and the work you're doing and sort of mm. how you came to be here. Yeah, brilliant. Thank you. Um, so I've always been sporty. I've always loved sport. I felt like I loved it as soon as I came out of the womb. Um, but it was very much, I, don't, I think there was very much talent at the start. You know, it was just like, it's just something that I really loved doing. I kind of just got stuck into everything. Do you know what I think I loved was that, um, it made me feel like I belonged somewhere, like regardless of like who we were playing with. At school, I just didn't really feel like I was part of the cool gang or anything. But on the sports field, no one cared how much money you had, if you had the right kit, like no one cared about any of that stuff. You could just be you. And I just absolutely adored it. So I've always loved sport. Um, I, I did get, I got, I became a professional athlete in my 20s and was on the British rowing team. And then after that, um, I became a personal trainer and adored it. And then I had two children. Um, And for those of you that have had children, um, it will become no surprise. I got very interested in pelvic health. So I was like, oh, right. I think there's a bit of work here that the fitness industry can do to support women. So I didn't go down the physio route. I stayed within fitness. But I also really quickly realized that it that pelvic floor issues were not just a mum thing. So yeah. when I got into it, I got into it because of my having babies, but actually the work I was doing was with athletes, like really young women. And it was with perimenopausal and older women that hadn't had children. And so it just really opened my eyes to the fact that um, I felt the, that fitness people and, and exercise needed to kind of like get hold of it because it was stopping many women from being active. So. I got totally obsessed with women's health, to be quite honest. Um, and then I joined up with a couple of other women, Dr. Emma Ross and Dr. Bella. Dr. Bella is a brilliant GP and um, Dr. Emma Ross is an exercise physiologist. And so she's worked with elite teams um, with sports science and, and done some female stuff. So like yeah. menstrual cycles, breasts, bit of pelvic health. And, and, and we just... I just got a bit lonely working on my own do you know like sometimes you just it's just a bit hard isn't it like yeah. it's great when you're on a high but some days you just get a bit lonely working on your own so I was like I really want to find some awesome women and I want to I want to do more than I can do just working on my own and so I had this vision 
these two women like crossed my path I was like those are the women I want to work with and I'm sure yeah (laughs) and Lisa it's blooming brilliant when you find it isn't it you're like yeah this is it like we can do great work like we have the same we come from the same place like our values and belief in the power of sport and the power of exercise are the same we have our own area of expertise but we just fundamentally believe in that and and not like we work with elite people don't get me wrong we work with elite people but like actually we work across the board and that's the and that's the and everyone needs the same support and the same messaging when it comes to being female um, and because it's such a relatively new concept (laughs) it's like oh like also we can consider the hormones and the life stages and everything else like that could be considered we don't just need to ignore it and so that messaging is the same whether you're talking to you know under 11 netball girls or like honestly or olympic trialists it's all exactly the same yeah no absolutely and i i feel that about she's ready in that i'm really passionate about making sure that physical activity is for everyone and it doesn't matter you know if your your size your shape your age um how much money you've got in the bank where you live it's about just getting up and moving um and and so many people are put off by you know or couch to 5k you know sometimes that can be really intimidating that you know couch to 5k is a huge step and Mm -hmm. it's not just about that it's about just movement adding movement into your day and um yeah like you you know when you find your tribe and you start encouraging women and you start seeing these women um bloom and blossom into something you know that's there you think yeah okay it's we've got something good here yeah exactly fabulous I, I love your your story and I've, I've heard you speak a few times and um I, I was saying to someone the other day that I just find you really inspiring and it's it's um it's one of those things where you hear someone talk and you think why don't we talk about all these things we're we we we're, we're women um mm. and yet we don't talk about periods and we yeah. don't talk about the perimenopause or the menopause it's all really secretive and all oh, hushed tones and oh I don't really want to mention it and you just think but why yeah and and I honestly I kind of don't know the answer to that and it mm. it blows my mind so we we've been doing this business now for about a year and it took us about a year to set it up mm. and as we were doing as we were setting it up I was like surely someone's done this like this is obvious how how is we're good at what we do don't get me wrong but like (laughs) there's nothing that special the the three of us are are good at what we do we're totally committed but I'm like there's nothing amazing about us Mm. and it's like well why is no one how has Google not done this how has Apple not done this how is how is some massive organization not realized that there's not not to commercialize it but there's just this massively untapped market however you address it whether it's mm. through charity or philanthropic I can never mention yep. that word but why has no one done it and no. I and it blows my mind because it's like we've made so much progress in so many areas and you know you feel like surely there's nothing like massive going to come along mm. <laughs> you're like this this I and I don't feel it's just because it's my thing I genuinely feel that in the next two to five years this female health piece is going to be massive I I can't see how it won't be because it's such because no literally no one is doing it there are there are there are specialists and there are you know little little groups doing it all like well but but on a on any kind of scale it's not being done no and I think 
one of the things is it, it, it almost feels like a bit of a dirty word. It's like, you know, yeah. talking about women's health in yeah. hushed tones. Um, and we have to go to a special clinic in a special room. And yeah. um, it, even GPs, I mean, obviously, yeah, you've got an amazing GP working with you. But generally, you know, male GPs and even some female GPs, it, you know, you, you go in and they sort of brush you off and they don't want to talk about what it is that you want to talk about or you you feel ashamed to use the right mm. vocabulary and we, we don't talk about body parts in the same way and it's yeah it's it's bizarre it's bizarre how we've sort yeah. of been indoctrinated to be like this and I think I mean it's it's multifactorial why we're in the state we're in but I feel that I feel that before we came along women were just getting even more and more medicalized it was getting more and more medical so it was very much like oh you can go and see your gp your women's health gp who will refer you to a women's health specialist or a gynecologist and and we were like stop just stop and even sport was doing this like sport was saying oh no like where we we have a gynecologist we're like no you that's not what we want to do we don't not every single thing that's happening to our bodies we don't need to see doctors we don't no. need to see specialists our PE teachers need to know about this our mm. parents need to know about this our personal trainer and our fitness instructor in our spin class needs to know about this and they don't need to be experts but they need to be able to just have a grown-up conversation and 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 for the the language not to be shrouded in this shame and this yeah. judgment and this embarrassment because it it is it really really is and yeah. Even me, who's a, you know, I've, I've been sporting my whole life and I'm, and I'm, I'm fit and I'm strong and I'm, I, I will still, I'm like, I don't, I don't want to talk about this in my fitness class. And it's not mm. that we're saying, we, we don't all have to be oversharers and we no. don't all have to like tell TMI. everyone what's, no. no, we don't. And we don't all have to, um, we don't all have to go into a class and say, hello, I'm perimenopausal or like, <laughs> We don't have to do We're that. A badge. We're saying, <laughs> but we do have to do much better at creating environments where the whole woman feels like she belongs and she yeah. doesn't have to hide anything, and and she feels that that can be like catered for and looked after. Yeah, and as you say, I think in terms of um, fitness professionals, you know, I had many many moons ago that I did my level two qualification as a gym instructor and a group X instructor and all of those things, and none of it's mentioned. It's no. not mentioned at all. Not not even the as even slightly. Um, you know, you do have to go down the specialist route before you even can start looking into it. And even then, so it's not mentioned in anything. No, like it's honestly not mentioned in anything. So you said you did your level two mm. degrees. Don't mention it. Masters don't me- unless you do a specialist module. Exactly. Doctors don't mention it unless they become women's health doctors. Teachers like that. It's not mentioned, and that's that's a huge part of the work we're doing is that we're working with um with education and with fitness uh, qualification providers and we our dream I mean how amazing would it be that in like you know three five years time every single qualification had an element of female health and it's so it wasn't yeah we're not special like no. we aren't I was at university a long time ago but it hasn't progressed and we had a week in my three-year degree of special populations. You yeah. had obesity, old people, diabetics, and women. You're like, what? <laughs> like, a special kids, population. Like, We're 50% of the population, you know, yeah. God. But it, and I think for us, it, the first step, I suppose, is even acknowledging 
that every single piece of information we get that the default is the male so all the research yeah. is done on the male the applications work on the men but just an acknowledge even if the evidence base isn't there for women an acknowledgement that that is where this information is coming from and you may we may need to be considering other factors yeah no absolutely yeah it's quite scary really so she's ready is all about every woman empowering themselves and other women to get active and as I said it's not about necessarily going to the gym or joining a sports club it's just about getting up and moving and being physically yeah. active and, and being socially active as well because yeah. as you said there's a lot to be said about the the social aspects of getting together with with other people um, and getting active what does that all mean in regards to, to female health I mean obviously we've talked about puberty and how that affects well, you know how it can affect um, young women and then moving through to bladder weakness and you know, after you've had a baby or before you had a baby or you're having IVF or um, you know perimenopause and menopause and all of those things how can that affect women's ability to to take part in activity and things like that significantly Huge. <laughs> hugely yeah and if you don't have an environment where like so so i i love fitness you love fitness right yeah many people don't like we might struggle with like that but yeah. we're like what what do you mean you don't know it like but many people don't right so there so our if me and you rocked up at a spin class or a i don't know like whatever like a swimming group and we would and we didn't like it we could go and find another one right yeah. we go you know what that instructor did my head in i'm gonna go and find another one but People that don't like exercise, you have one chance. You have yeah. one chance, right? And if they rock up and that and the seat is really uncomfortable, or there's no loo roll in the toilet, or they feel like like everyone else is a size 10 and they're not, like they're like, I am. Fitness is not for me. I'm never doing that again. I'm just gonna, it's much easier for me to stay at home. Yeah. And so there are inevitable life stages that women go through. So puberty and menopause, like when your period starts and your period stops, everyone's going to go through. Mm -hmm. Many women will have children, some will, some won't. And their experience of pregnancy and, um, and childbirth is very, very different. The, we need to create like a nurturing environment. Like if women, so let's, ignore us a lot like me and you love yep. fitness and we'll work it all out let's go to that group who we know like are just not being that health emotion generally doesn't get them into the gym or yep. into exercise the the class the fitness is kind of i don't know like 20 percent of it like it's the whole package around that class it's yeah. that whole package of like how easy like how do they they don't know the etiquette they don't know the etiquette they don't know the rules that just but if you're sporty and fit and like you, you know that, yeah. you know, to bring a water bottle and put it on the side, you yeah. know, to bring layers that you can take off, you know, that you wear trainers and you know, you just know, and yeah. it's just because it's part of you. If you've never been into this world, then it's really tricky. So I think if you try to put yourself in a world that you didn't feel comfortable in, whether it's going to like a really formal meal or going into a library or going to the thick like a place you, and you don't know the etiquette just feel like that's how uncomfortable these people will feel yeah and it, and the class doesn't need to be perfect they just need to feel that they they've got a buddy and they've mm. got someone that like has welcomed them has got them can say look 
don't and they're not being um like a spotlight isn't being shone on them yeah, on the new girl new girl, new girl. A, big arrow yeah, pointing at either them. new girl new girl or like yeah. postnatal or menopausal like yeah. they don't want to be labeled no but the, the, the class needs to be or the session just needs to be running away that like that it's just normal for everything to be adapted to different people for like mm. people to be talking about stuff and, and that that might be like oh my god that feels really complicated but actually it's not it's it's seeing people as people and individuals and it's not there isn't a rule book yeah. there isn't a do this do this do this and you'll have an amazing session mm. it's just be human and just feel like how how would it feel for you like you know your kid's first day at school like how much preparation do you put into getting that kid ready and like you get excited about their uniform you get you, you tell them about their school day like yeah. they have their bag like that because you know they're going to freak out when they get there because yeah. it's brand new and I think that we just have to take it right back this isn't a place where they they know and understand mm. no absolutely um one of the sessions that um we've run here in south end to to start she's ready is that we had some classes going on and they were you know general group exercise classes sort of dance fit um type things but they're in a school hall and the school hall was hidden around the back um and it wasn't you didn't go through the main entrance you have to go through the car park and when we first started them we just kept getting on these messages going oh god I tried to come but I couldn't get in and, uh, and like, oh my god you know we hadn't even and we were the yeah. ones that we thought we knew what to do um so after a couple of weeks we completely changed it we had a big banner put outside with an arrow pointing and on our Facebook page we did a, a I took a screen grab of Google Maps and I did arrows pointing of where you walk in and this is the button you have to press to get into the yeah. car park and so that's and yeah, you just... I, I, when I used to, I used to sing in a choir, like a community choir, mm. but I didn't know where to park, and it used to really freak me out. And I'd be yeah. like, "Oh, I, I don't, I don't know where. To, there's never a parking space. I'm not going to go back there." And yeah. it's that's that's why I stopped going. Yeah, <laughs> like... I know. And it's yeah, it is it is like you say those simple things, and it just breaks yeah. down those barriers. And then by the time they get to the class, then all the hard stuff's done because then once yeah. they're in there, and someone said hello, oh hi, how are you? I'm I'm Lisa. I know I come to this class every week. Come and stand next to me. We put our bottles over there, and yes. you know, Jane, the instructor, will be in in a minute, and she'll tell us what to do. And you know, don't worry if you go wrong because I always do. And that just that kind of camaraderie goes such a long way. It's it's worth huge, yeah, huge amounts. And I think that you know, you you talked about the specific life stages. There there is little evidence around women, but the but there is undeniable evidence around the health benefits like not only in in managing your life in the here and now mm -hmm. like yeah, especially around sort of perimenopause menopause which everyone will go through generally in their 40s and 50s but not always yeah. um in terms of helping them manage their symptoms at that life stage and then also the long-term health benefits are on the, the evidence base is there and so we need to do everything we can to get women to get women moving you can get really fancy with it and you can say they need to do this this and this but ultimately we just need to move and just we need to, to find the thing yeah. that women love and then from there you can get fancy if you want to but actually the the benefit comes from just just showing up and doing yeah. something and then and then you know if they want to kind of get more serious or more into it you can get more detailed but they'll 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 work that out i think getting people through the door it needs to be fun and it needs to be not in just not intimidating not like yeah. just not like school like yeah. where yeah, you're like yeah, absolutely you're, you're selected or you're not selected you're in the cool gang or you're not in the cool it's just no like yeah. they're grown-ups now yeah and the whole, <laughs> Let's, 
the whole drama of going into a new class anyway, because you, 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 you will get the ones that are, you know, this is, this is where I stand. Don't stand here. This is where yeah. I stand, my spot and I stand. So there's a whole um, hierarchy of how it works anyway. So throwing everything else into the mix and thinking, oh my God, I'm absolutely boiling already because I'm having a hot flush or, you know, yes. I'm, my heart's pounding because I've got anxiety. And then you've stood on someone's spot that comes every week and they're glaring at you. You think, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. But those two things that you just mentioned there, like the, the hot flushes or the anxiety, mm. um, you will find, we always like, so you know me and you love fitness we love women's health yeah there will be other people like that and as soon as you lisa start talking talking in your class about um getting your period unexpectedly or having hot flushes other people will feel will feel they have then have permission to talk about that yeah. and i think you'll and actually i find that women are very women really want to help other women they feel very yeah. passionate if, if they've experienced crippling period pain their whole life and they found a solution or they they, they kind of you know they kind of they're through that mm. they really want to help other people do that yeah. and they so if you're like if you create this class and this this or this group where you say oh yeah you know like like everyone's allowed to talk and everyone can help and and it's just I used to do this thing in my classes which I like in the middle of the class um, where I was like right we're all gonna um, anyone looking for a plumber anyone looking for a gardener <laughs> anyone got any questions and it was just a time when we um, where everyone could offer something talk yeah. about something they've read about or seen on the telly or like and it could just be like some crappy Netflix thing it doesn't have to be anything clever mm. or related to women's health but then someone would say I'm thinking of starting to use a menstrual cup has anyone used one like what are they honestly like and yeah. so we'd have and it was just in the middle of the class but sometimes it was I've read a really good book or I've, I've got a secondhand bike but it just that is just a really lovely thing to do mm. like in the middle of a class or at the end of the class just to kind of like for everyone and and then and you get rid of that hierarchy of people who know what they're doing and people who don't know what they're doing yeah. and it's a it, it just kind of gets that and then suddenly you'll find that those oh yeah oh I'll catch up with you because I'm looking for another bike for my kid like oh yeah, yeah I'd love to have a look and, and you just suddenly get these connections and people want to be the relationships yeah yeah absolutely it's funny you talk about children it's funny how as women that have children we will give each other advice about oh god you know my one wasn't sleeping through oh I did this really good thing and we'll do that quite naturally but talking about ourselves on something that might be happening to ourselves and how we could support each other through that doesn't always come as natural so yeah having that opportunity to to speak like that would be would be really yeah. good just talking about all the sort of things that are going on at the moment and we're talking about health and how we all feel obviously the dreaded covid word yeah um i've had it i don't know if you have but um you know i'm feeling i felt well thank goodness touch wood um but i was surprised about how unfit i continue to feel um and just you know how that is impacting me and again as you say i think um, as someone that's always been involved in fitness and health and being active I sort of understand that that's going to be the process and it's going to take me a while and I you know I went to a class at the weekend and it really hit me how I'm still struggling um, you know expected to bounce back and be amazing so yeah I'd, I'd be interested to hear your thoughts about that and and how we're still learning so much about how COVID is going to affect everybody yeah yeah um so no one's an expert and anyone that claims to be isn't right yeah. no one's got a clue right so for me my default in these situations is you need to trust yourself 
right? So the information your body is giving you is right. Now, it's very difficult if you're not used to listening to your body, it's quite difficult to trust what your body's telling you because you might, you know, if that people say, well, I'm, I'm lazy. I should have got over this by now. Like mm. I'm, I'm, I've put on weight. Like I need to, I really want to get back into the gym. I'm just going to push through. But your body's telling you, you don't want to do that, but yeah. you try and push it. So my, my advice with COVID, with any long, with any recovery from illness, injury or illness yeah you need to be doing normal life first okay so normal life for me is sleeping eating drinking energy levels the same so if yeah. you're getting to like after lunch and you're like oh i need a, i need a nap <laughs> like i really need that that's not normal life like yeah. so you so in that situation you'd be ready to walk like walking would be grand you're probably not ready to go and do a high a hit class or a zumba class or like a or a um, a spin class because that your batteries are depleted so like yeah if you think of like the Duracell bunny yeah like you when when you've been ill like you might have the energy but that you just go flat really quickly mm. so you want and you want exercise to boost you not to demit not to diminish you yeah. and so if you're going into if you if you go back too soon it's just going to take a lot longer so yeah. my my advice is like if you've been in bed for five days and you've been like home based for five days, mm. like you need to, you need at least another, at least another five days of just walking and getting back. And then you need to gradually get in. So you might say, okay, like I'm kind of, I'm going to go and do a spin class. I'm going to see how I feel. And you yeah. go in and you're like, okay, I've got six out of 10 energy levels. And that's not because I'm lazy. That's generally where I'm at. I'm six yeah. out of 10. So you're like, okay, it's a 60 minute spin class. I reckon that I can, I can do 60 minutes, but I can only do 60 minutes, like half, 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 power. Yeah. half yeah. power. I'm happy with that. I'm going to do it. Or that is going to piss me off. Like yeah. no way that I can sit in that class and put 50% effort in. And if you know you can't put 50% effort into a class because you're going to feel pressured from the, the instructor, yeah. it's going to really annoy you when everyone else is standing up on, on their bikes, like grinding out and you you can't, you, you, you just have to walk away from that class and you know you best. Yeah. Like I'm, I, yeah, I was an athlete. I am now over myself. <laughs> I'm now, a, I'm now rid of my ego. Like I'm over myself. Before kids, there's no way I could have gone into an exercise class and not given it my all. Yeah. Now I go into an exercise class. I'm like, I am here. I am winning. The fact I am here and I have shown up, that is all I need. Yeah. Don't shout at me. Don't push me. Like I'm, I'm here. And I would yeah. very happily give, give, if I'm like, I'm done, 50% effort, I'm fine with. But, but sometimes you're not ready to put 50% effort in. And so you just, and after that session, you know, you, you did that class at the weekend. You're like, how do I feel? Yeah, I was, I was about tired. I was, I was the right kind of tired. I was like the right kind of tired from that session. I ate a bit because I've not done it for, but actually I did bounce back. I could eat, I could drink, I could sleep, eat yeah. like the same afterwards. But if it hit you much harder than that, then you need to start adapting it. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, I, I, I did quite well, I think. As well you say, I sort of get to the point where I'm here. You're lucky that I'm here. You know, I don't, yeah. I've not got two children hanging off of me or whatever else is going on in my life. Yeah. You know, let's yeah. have, we'll take that as a win. We'll take that as a win. You've got it, and you've got to, you've, that's it. You are absolutely winning. If you are showing up, you are winning. And that's what, 
and that's what you want everyone to feel like when they leave your class that they yeah. have won and it's it's they might yeah it's they're there and I think it's really hard for women to get to classes like yeah. if they have organized their life to get to a class flipping it how yeah. awesome they, they're amazing they are amazing it's irrelevant what they do in that class it's not it's they they will do a really good job like but just let them do that job and you yeah. support them they don't need to, we just we're, we don't need to be shouted at <laughs> no no absolutely and also I, I don't know if it's a, an age thing but I, I've got to the point now where I really don't care what anyone else is doing no. I used to be very competitive probably like yourself yeah um, and I'd be looking at people going oh my god when they do the sprints I can't I can't sprint that fast and I'd be really angry yeah. at myself and now I'm thinking but you know I don't know what's going on in their world that you know if I'm going faster than them they might be having a bad day or you know I might have been up with my kids in the night and I haven't got quite got the power that I had last week and I've, that whole competitiveness and comparing myself to others in the room um, and looking at what other people are doing I just don't do that anymore and I say yeah. I don't know if that's come with age or you know just doing it for a while and you just think actually and no one's everyone thinks oh my god someone's they're looking at me they're looking at how much weight I'm lifting no one's looking at anyone else they're all worried no. about themselves no but I think I think it I think my I I still want to get better oh, but yeah. I want to get better for me and I think that so that so that like yeah, that competitiveness you know writing your scores upon the board I'm like oh, I'm over that but you know, if I, I love lifting weights. And so like, I love to have like a pro, right. I can see that progression and I really want to see that for me. And Definitely. I, and I like, you know, like if we do a, a circuit class, like I don't know, the same circuit class every four weeks, I like knowing, oh, like, yeah, no, I, I progressed a bit, but it's very much like I want to improve. And I think that that's a good thing about fitness and, and the stuff that you're doing is that like, that there are so many things that you feel like you're not, it, it, it's, when when you're a grown-up like you don't get to learn new things and get better at stuff yeah. whereas fitness you do like there's so many different aspects of it so like whether it's zumba or a boxing combination like you you can get so much better at something and that that is really rewarding yeah absolutely absolutely um i just want to talk about she's ready and obviously she's ready is, yes, is talking about empowering women to empower each other if I you know I'm based in Yorkshire and I wanted to set up a, a class and things what do you think some key things might be that I would need to do not, not about the actual activity but just to help encourage women that might not be active I know we've talked about some of the things about you know making it accessible and things but even if it was just something more simple like going for a walk or you know um engaging some school mums or something like that is there anything any key tips that you think would be really good for some of our volunteers to think about yeah I think the walk and talk is a brilliant idea so instead of saying who wants to come and find out about this new fitness class that I'm running say let's go for a walk and talk about this and and we'll go we'll go and either come back to mine for a cup of tea or we'll go to a coffee shop or somewhere for tea afterwards but that it's the um that's there's something brilliant about walking and talking like yeah. because you're kind of it, it's not like you're sat there formally receiving and everyone's got to put you know you're, you're next to each other it's a really nice way to get to know each other um so I would you know I'd you need you'd sort of like you on your whatsapp groups or whoever whatever you're a part of saying hey, like I, I really I'm kind of thinking about like I'm kind of thinking about setting this up can I just find out if this is the kind of thing you're interested in can I take you will you come for a walk with me and yeah. then women 
they won't do it for themselves right yeah. we all just want to help other people so yeah. like that is absolutely key so if you're like don't you're not like oh I want to help you say I want to really help women I want to help can you help me help women yeah like oh I'd love that because I you know if you're I've worked with so many clients that have wanted to lose weight and they just can't do it they they are not motivated for themselves if they've got another mate that needs to lose weight they're like oh I'll help them lose weight yeah I'll show up to their fitness sessions I'll I'll you know we'll all try and eat five you know have made 20 different types of fruit and veg during the week yeah. we'll work it we'll, we'll help each other out but they would never do it for themselves so you've got to yeah. work that women want to help everyone else yeah um i think doing sort of supportive challenges and i don't mean massive no. but i think very realistic supportive challenges work so obviously pelvic health was my thing mm-hmm. but it can work across the board it can work in anything and I used to have like WhatsApp groups and everyone had to check in with me that they had done their pelvic floor exercises every single day. And if they hadn't, I was like, Oi, Lisa, have you done your exercises? And they're like, oh no, I haven't. Yeah. But the power, of, so you say you've got a group of six to eight women yeah. and you're like, we want to walk 5,000 steps a day, right? I know the aim's 10,000, yeah. that's huge. Let's yeah. go 5,000 yeah. or, or two, doesn't matter, 5,000. Let's all record. And it, let's all record like where we're at and it's not it's not showing off no it's saying to them some days you're going to be awesome and you're going to nail it and we need that positive energy other days you're going to like be having a rubbish day you need to it's safe for you to tell us that we are not going to judge you we're going to come around and we're going to take you for a walk and we're going to help you and it's that it's that creating that accountability to each other. So you all decide on a common theme. It doesn't, it's irrelevant what that theme is, whether it's pelvic yeah. floor exercises, whether it's drinking eight glasses of water a day, yeah. whether it's doing your it, steps. Yeah. But you all connect in with each other. And that is women, people really, really like that. They yeah. like like that connection with each other and that just like that support, but true support. So you're able to be there when you're not in a great place. And you're able to be there when you're in a good place, but everyone gets it. And you see, and you know, you'll be like, oh God, she's managed it. And I know she's a single mom with three kids. And like, if she's done it, like, I've got yeah. to do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And it's also that um, that um, support system. And um, I, oh, I don't know how to explain it. That um, there's, there's no place for, oh, I, I didn't, I missed one day. So that's it. So, write yeah. it off there's that okay you missed one day that's you know right. we'll try this but tomorrow is key. We'll make it better this is key because women and they do they have a very perfectionist approach to health and fitness yeah. okay so they they only do 10 out of 10 mm-hmm. right they only do january <laughs> they do and they do it's generally the start of term isn't it it's like january and september yeah. and like maybe just before the summer holiday, before yeah. summer they go that's it i'm being healthy no carbs yeah which is rubbish by the yeah. way but we'll you know we can talk yeah. about that that's a whole different story <laughs> that's a different story but they just they just go for it right yeah. and they go that's it i'm hitting the gym i'm signing up i'm all in yeah and they're highly motivated and they go brilliant but then something in life happens like a kid is sick yeah like they have to you know their their partner's away <laughs> the, the the boiler breaks and they yeah. just you know something happens and it skews them off and they go oh can't do it that's it I'm done yeah but we know that 10 
10 out of 10 is not possible. And so no, we have to sustainable. have a two out of 10, a three out of 10, a four out of 10 option. Women really struggle with that. They yeah. really struggle with doing that two, three, four out of 10. And that's not going to get you the results if that's what you're bothered about, but it keeps you going. And it mm. means that if you don't go, you're not like this, we're just steady, we're steady. Yeah. And that is that comes from having community. It yeah. comes from having options. It comes from having that self-belief. And that takes that takes lots and lots of things inputting into you to make you feel you can do it. Yeah, yeah. And not be ashamed that you've missed one day. It doesn't matter. No. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I was going to ask you one more thing that was what was going to be your one piece of advice for any of our volunteers that are coming through She's Ready um, into setting up a session or setting up. But I feel like we've got loads of one pieces of advice. I think there's loads going on. So I will say thank you there for everything. It's been so lovely talking to you. I could talk to you for hours. Um, Tell us about where we can find more about the well HQ and all the work you're doing. Um, I'll put all the details in the the blurb, but yeah, just hit us up with what we can do and, and how we can find out more. Great. Thank you, Lisa. So yes, the well HQ, we're really here for, we're called our tagline is the team she needs. And so we're really here to support the team of people that are supporting people to be active which sounds very very complicated but you get it it's us that's us like that's who we're here for and we are here to help to help give you evidence-based education it's not complicated it's just that we're we're coming from a really we're coming from a a place of evidence and we're like we're not going to give you the you know the gimmicks um and so we we have a um we do free webinars throughout the year which is our kind of like train like a woman they're kind of like every three or four months yeah um, but we also have an online community um which is we do a free trial for two weeks and it's seven pound a month but it's a community where we have mini courses on lots of topics like breast health menstrual cycles menopause lots of sort of mini courses which are free for you to use once you pay your seven pound a month yeah. but there's like loads of um but everyone just chips in and asks loads of questions and Emma and Bella and myself are in there answering questions and some like the questions are just brilliant like you know like questions about HR why is HRT not available anymore like I can't get it I can't get it in my doctors to like oh I'm, I'm worried about my daughter and like how do I encourage her like you know and, and yeah. it's like lots and lots of different questions like from personal reasons but also if you're supporting each other mm. and we know that um and that's really important to us because we want we want to sort of normalize these conversations and really really help people um to go out there and have a go themselves at incorporating female health into their worlds fabulous well i love it and i love all the work you're doing and you guys just yeah massively inspire me so hopefully some of the lovely ladies that are part of she's ready will sign up and get some information from you but but for today thank you so much for everything chatting to us and um yeah hopefully i'll speak to you soon Brilliant. Thank you, Lisa. Bye.